nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to the 76th episode of Nerdables. This week we'll be looking at the business of comic cons or pop cons or culture cons or whatever you want to call them. Uh, speculate where we're going with these shows and kind of give a rundown of where they're at right now. Joining you this week are Rich, Ethan, and obviously me. Obviously me. Obviously. obviously. Is that going to be your name now? Yeah. Obviously me. Oh, so we'll, let's go with obviously me. I like pop cons though. That's pretty cool. A lot of them call them pop culture cons now because it's not like Comic Con is such a narrowing focus for what these things are. So I've seen a lot of places call them culture cons, mm-hmm. fan cons. Co- you know, it's kind of an all encompassing thing for comic conventions, anime conventions, mm-hmm. movie conventions. You know, like a Star Trek con or the Star Wars celebration that's coming up. It's not a comic convention, right? But at this point, it's not much different than San Diego or WonderCon right. or anything. Mm-hmm. Like but that. calling it a pop con, it's kind of you know, it's real catchy, real fi- yeah. Know, well, special. I mean, that's what San Diego basically calls itself, like a celebration of the pop arts, right? So that's what a lot of guys just kind of with you know, popcorn. latched onto popcorn, popcorn with popcorn. Oh, I want movie popcorn. Popcorn. So bad. We walked by a movie theater the other day and I smelled movie popcorn. I was like, I wanted it so bad. It was we insane. had some with Cinderella. Oh, yeah. That wasn't bad. Did you see how much money that movie made? Yeah. 70 million. Did you see, did you see what the number two movie made? 11. 11. <laughs> do you know how many, how much that was because of little girls going to see the Frozen fever? That was Sorry, a piece all of crap. Of it. That was such a push thing that they put in front of that. Should never you don't It worked, say. though. It, Wait, Disney did something to make money? I know, right? Speaking of Disney trying to make money. Uh, yes. Yeah, after last week's... Still unofficial announcement that Marvel Films would not be attending San Diego Comic-Con, which is something that James Gunn sort of let out of the bag, and no one's really said anything officially one way or the other. Um, We here immediately started speculating that the reasoning behind the move was to relocate all of the big Marvel announcement or Marvel film announcements to the Disney D23 convention. Uh, And we started discussing what we meant for San Diego. If you listen to last week's show, we started talking about what it would mean for San Diego going forward. And uh, we thought that conversation deserved a little more space than our news and views podcast, or news and notes, or news and arguing. News and newts. No, so news and newts. Yes, <laughs> that one. News and newts. News and newts. What's going on with that? Get close. Uh, anyway, we thought that would it'd be more fun to expand Bad on that. This. So, and you know, it's a good time because it's right before all of them start. Because once WonderCon hits, they're just it's. Well, like and I think at this point you're you're talking all the way back to Emerald City. They moved Emerald City back in a way it used to be in february and i guess this year it was like first week of march right that, well, of course that's in top beach. 10 too long beach is in the top 10 emerald city yeah. for me because it's in the top 10 would be the one that you would say i'm surprised that long beach is getting bigger long beach is big i mean they do two shows a year yeah. their second one was they they're going to three days in the fall yeah i think it's already listed at three days and then they used to do their their spring one used to be a day yeah used to be just a quick day con that was two days this year but more and more families are going to it now yeah then. well it's because you could go right you can get into it there's <laughs> a lot of places you can't get into <laughs> Um, so back to the Marvel thing and speaking of San Diego specifically although Marvel's non-official announcement came after San Diego badges were sold and sold out in minutes uh, it wouldn't have made any sort of difference uh, go back a little bit of history 2006 for the first time San Diego Comic Con Saturday badges sold out and they actually stopped selling them on site um, that's because the fire marshal showed up and said hey you can't let any more people in there was no cap in 2006 2006. 2006 was the first time that any single day sold out. Because and what they, it, what happened in 2006 was 2006. Fire Marshal showed up on Saturday and said, "You can't you can't sell tickets." There was no cap. 
Right. You used to be able to buy tickets all day, and they weren't keeping track of numbers. Right, because I know we came down 2007, Ethan and I, and we bought Thursday, Friday badges mm-hmm. on site. Because on Thursday, Friday badges didn't sell out. In 2007, and then Friday... we went back to get Saturday, and they sold out. Friday through mm-hmm. Sunday sold out for the first time in 2007. And they, a lot of those... Friday sold out on the day of Friday. Saturday sold out on Friday. Sunday sold out on Saturday. Um, the 2006 and 2007 uh, occurrences resulted in the, end of, the attendance cap that SDCC still employs, which severely limits tickets in relation to the number of people who want them. Uh, Comic-Con International, which is the parent company who run uh, SDCC as well as WonderCon in Anaheim and the Ape Expo in San Francisco, uh, never actually reports numbers. The current estimates place actual paid badge, hold- badge holders at just over 130,000 attendees with press, professionals, media, and guests bringing a grand total of people uh, at over 200,000 attempting to enjoy the con on any given day. Without any hard numbers to go by, some people have speculated, I noticed this year a few numbers throughout the few people threw out the number that over 400,000 people attempted to get tickets when they went on sale just a few weeks ago. It leaves a lot of fans extremely angry <coughs> and unafraid to share their rage over social media. That's a fun day. Mm-hmm. The day they get badges going, just start rolling through social media. Um, so we've been talking about things like how does CCI fix this? How do you appease as many fans as possible? What are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? And also the top of topic that we talked about a little bit last week was when the bubble would burst. Um, just yeah. a couple of quick things before we go. That center is extremely crowded, uh, but despite other rumors, that I don't think there's really anywhere else to go at the moment. Uh, CCI is contracted in San Diego through 2016, an extension signed a few years ago that was tied into convention center expansion that unfortunately now seems dead in the water. Nobody's really said anything about where that's going to go either. I can't believe it's already been that, that extension's already. I gone. remember when the extension they were like, "Oh, that's so far away." And yeah. now all of a sudden, it's it's next year's it. Um, many speculate the convention will move to Anaheim or Vegas in 2017, but both of these proposals have many problems. Ones that we've discussed here before. Mm-hmm. The Anaheim Convention Center technically has more square footage, um, a lot more square footage, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also four stories to San Diego's two. And its show floor, where all the booths would be, is nowhere near the same size as the one in San Diego. Uh, creative solutions would be needed to house all of the publishers, movie studios, toy companies, and vendors at Anaheim in the same way that they would be um, housed in San Diego. Hotel capacity would be an issue. Of course, many people visit Disneyland in the summer, require rooms as well. There's more hotels in the Anaheim area. There's more hotels but directly adjacent, but there aren't as many hotels as you start to go out farther. But where you lose it is there's not as many hotel there's more hotels but not as many hotel rooms because you got to fight with Disneyland. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's hotel rooms, but you also have to remember San Diego is a much different beast than it. Um, the other problem with it is there's no public transportation system that gets fans to the front door like SDCC, SDCC mm-hmm. has with their train station. They also their the parking around that area is non-existent compared right. to San Diego. Um, with San Diego has the 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 added benefit of having the San Diego, uh, the Petco Park being right there, mm-hmm. they can use that center, especially on the last day. There's no gas lamp district across the street. That's the big one. Because Allows fans, yeah, a lot of choices for fuse. Fans who attend WonderCon know full well how difficult it is to find food outside of the con within reasonable walking distance. Now, the way that Anaheim kind of gets around that for a show that's less than half the size is to have those food trucks outside. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're sitting there and saying, we're going to have 140,000 attendees and we're going to put food trucks outside, you're never going to be able to get But you have Downtown Disney, which has some. But Downtown Disney really isn't that close. It's a mile and a half. you got to go around. Yeah. yeah, no, it's far. Um, uh, difficult to find food. Yeah, so then they talk about Vegas, too. Uh, Vegas Convention Center holds the Consumer Electronics Show, which has 140,000 attendees. 
and as many as 200,000 people when you include all of the media and pros that are there. It is accessible by Las Vegas's monorail system. Hotel rooms in Vegas can be a problem as the Comic-Con weekend is not going to keep the quote-unquote normal Vegas crowd mm-hmm. away from room and, away and rooms will be at a premium. And the bulk of what we think as Vegas is located in a very small area. And it's not going to be as family-friendly. It's not going to be as family-friendly. There's not as much to do outside of it. Um, there's obviously a lot more food choices. It's also the, the center is not adjacent to the strip. Apparently, it's in it's like right. on the other side of, of Fremont. The weird thing that I noticed with, with Vegas is that um, when I was looking up the research for this, I guess Vegas has the, it's the, long, the largest single-floor convention center in North America. Which means it's very long, right? But it, it doesn't. It's it's square footage doesn't count as floors. San Diego square footage also includes all of the rooms on exactly. the second floor, and that's obviously what Anaheim does. Um, I think the biggest thing though that you're talking about is not having the gas lamp district in any of those because you talk about two hundred thousand people attending the con, right? That's not counting the another fifty to hundred thousand people. That are going to the gas lamp district and everything that and all the amenities that are right around there. Yeah, you're talking. We're talking about con, San Diego. Is we think we think with with everybody. If you include the the bat the the paid the paid attendees, mm-hmm. the pros, the media, right, and the guests, and everybody who shows up as vendors. Yes, you're well over two hundred thousand people that are in somewhere in that building. Right. Every single day, right? Whether they're in Hall H, whether they're on the show floor, whether they're in panels, there's two hundred thousand people, and you're talking about. But now that the con has expanded without you know outside of there, where you have the parking lot at Petco that has yeah. the video game stuff, you've got. But as big know, as that stuff is, it's not. It's not handling. You know, I'd say there's probably less than ten thousand people that are attending stuff outside of oh, that major it area. Seems to be more and more. I mean, because I mean, even when you you talk about Zachary Levi having his thing out there, you talk about you know. Yeah, but nobody shows up to that. <laughs> you know, all the other things, and even now, nobody could if they wanted to. You know, you're they talking. Just pay for it. They're using three other hotels for actual Comic Con. Yeah, but it, but the, in the size, in, in terms of the scope and size, I'd say out of those two hundred thousand. Seventy-five percent of it is is still in that building at any single time. Sure, there's seventy-five percent of it is bad badge entry only. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff going on around it, and that's the thing is it gives you, it gives a rotating piece, and and who knows they could set that up in other places. I think they'd be a lot harder. Obviously, in in you couldn't do it in L.A. No, the L.A. Convention Center is small. Yeah, it's, even using Staples Center, you could not do it. You, you you probably wouldn't be able to use Staples Center for that long either. See, I would think that because in the summer you have girls. Well, ba- you, could. you have girls basketball. Yeah, you have the WNBA. I but you, you nobody you watches the WNBA. If you used if you used, the con- if you used Staples Texas. Center to be your floor, yeah, you know, your main floor. Oh, there's no way. So Staples Center is tiny. Even with all the seats and everything laid back, you can't take the seats out. I mean, it only it only goes so far. Where where the seats are for a hockey game, that's it. Those are permanent. The only yeah, thing that you, I thought I thought all nope. of those nope all those rows as we're as we're watching the Kings game. The only thing that changes is right here at the end. Some of these pieces move, but that's it. They add seats. All those seats that Jack Nicholson right. and everybody sits on, they're fold yeah. chairs that are added there because obviously the court. I've seen this without the boards or the ice. At Tippeking yeah, a couple of years ago, I those are all permanent they look seats. Like they're seem- yeah. When I went to Tippeking a couple of years ago, they just had the end boards up. They didn't even have the glass up. They well, just had the end boards, and then the, the ice was covered. So you, you just put the floor on top of you, it. You would use Staples as your Hall H. 
I don't even think you do that because the screen there isn't. Oh well, they have the new screen. It's they a have little the new better. screens, which you can see, which would be actually even if you get it. See, I want to go to Anaheim next year. Anaheim's going to have the largest screen of an indoor arena. Really? Yeah. They're, apparently, they're building one that's bigger than the one in Colorado. The one bigger, in da- the, bigger the, than the one in Dallas? No, no, no. That's not considered an indoor arena. Okay. That's considered a stadium, not an arena. Okay. No, Dallas is the biggest one in the entire world. Yes, but right now, I think the one in the Pepsi Center in Colorado is the largest indoor arena stadium. This one will be bigger. the other anyway. problems with. An- I mean, Anaheim, I, I think, is a good second choice, but there are still many, many problems because you don't have the parking for one. You you know you are sharing. Well, the park the parking isn't the Disneyland. biggest problem. The parking the the problem is that there's no public transportation to get there. Mm-hmm. There's no monorail station across the street. There's no train station across the street. There's no subway across the street. If you do it, if you say you put it in L.A., at least that Metrolink station is all right. pretty much across the street. Well, I mean, for somebody like us who live in L.A., we could take we could get in. Oh, we could take the Universal. metro every day. Yeah. yeah, that's no that's not a big deal. Just As you just fire your phone <laughs> down to the ground, trying desperately to break yeah, it. Matter of fact, that's probably what I would do. I would, uh, you know, I would just drive to Universal Park and take the train. Like, well, you could, to the yeah, Kings you, well, hell, you could stay down by Universal. I mean, that's yeah. The thing with San Diego and the situations that a lot of us run into is that we we don't stay anywhere near the con. Right. You know, we're fairly far away and just take the T, and you just gotta budget your time for that. Mm. Anaheim, I don't think you'll be able to do that. Um, okay, you you also mentioned what other ways could they... What if they just sold a Hall H badge, and that Hall H badge only gets you into Hall H? I don't think they're ever going to do that. You don't? No. Because there's really no reason to. Because, again, what did we talk about this... Well, get, what we were talking about last that week. Do. That's all they do is they go to Hall H. That's all they do until Sunday. Sunday, they don't go to Hall H. True, because there's nothing really going on in Hall exactly. H. Exactly. I mean, th- last year, we, we have seen that they are starting to do... A little bit more, as my microphone stand just kind of. <laughs> Maybe you should stop touching stuff. <laughs> I know, right? Um, they had they started doing a little bit more in Hall H. They did a little bit more on Sunday, but the thing is, the Sunday Hall H stuff. Well, people show up just for that and then leave. Right. You know, you remember Hall H and Ballroom Twenty? There'll be people there all day. I don't think you'll ever see them sell tickets for that because one, it's going to be too difficult. If you're going to sell tickets for that, then you're going to have somebody that's going to want to go to the con and want to go to Hall H on Saturday. Are you selling them two separate badges? Well, yeah. Okay, so what happens if that person buys the Comic-Con badge but doesn't buy the San Diego badge and then says, I don't want to go to Comic-Con anymore? Well, then there's one less person on the floor. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> but that's the thing. Is also, I don't, if it's in addition to, if it's like, oh, we're going to sell 125,000 badges and we're going to sell 25,000 badges for Hall H, yeah. I don't want it. Because it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be interesting to see what happens on Saturday this year. How much more? Uh, I don't know how we could figure out if the floor was any more crowded because I'm pretty sure it feels the same every single year. It, it's gotten pretty bad every year. I mean, I mean, it, it, every year has been pretty much the same for me. This will be 15, yeah, probably 2010, 2011, where there just is not a break at all. Right. There's never a point in which you actually feel like, hey, I can, I can move. Well, let's see. I started going regularly. What 2011? I think. I think so. Yeah. It was 10 or 11. And there's not been a break. I mean, we, I take that back. When maybe it was nine the first time I went, and I just came down on that Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Sunday was still, that's when they, that, you know, still doing the, the 50% off on Sundays and whatnot. Most of the, you know, most of the trade dealers were doing that. But um, Sunday was still where you could walk through. It depends on where you are. That's the thing. If you go on Thursday and you walk through the vendors, it's not as bad. 
on Thursday, if you try to get through the Marvel section and the Hasbro section and the Legendary Picture section, you're not going anywhere. Well, we even found this last year on Sunday, trying to get through Marvel was even walking past. Yeah, but well, it was because there was still horrible. there was still stuff going on. There was still stuff they were selling. So mm-hmm. that's one of the other problems with all these places now is that they have their own sell their their own merchandise. Mm-hmm. That, but it, it, there's there's a lot of questions. There's been people that have brought up to me like, if you go one year, you're not allowed to go the next year. That's dumb. No, I've had a lot of people say that in order to try and get as many people to go in, in, as as possible. But that, that's again, this these are people who can't go, saying, "Well, people who have already gone shouldn't be allowed to go anymore, so that I can go." Do the con two year, uh, twice every a year. other year. No, I mean uh, do do a, you know San Diego twice a year. But then, what what are you going to split up? Do you, you can't put. I don't think you can put a a show that big. Twice a, on, year. twice a year in the same place. Yeah, because imagine Marvel coming in and saying, well, we're going to show... Marvel's not going to go to either of them. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, for example, let me show the trailer for this movie in the first one, and then we don't have anything to show in the second one. But it's not only that. I mean, we, we talk about that for movies, but we're also talking publishing companies that are there. We're yeah. talking TV shows that are there. But the biggest thing is we're talking vendors. I don't think you're going to find a lot of vendors who are going to want to go to the same place. Depending on twice, it, well, yeah. It depends if the if the crowd's there, they'll go. If the crowd's there, I just don't know. You're not going to get that same sort of crowd. I don't think so either. I think that I mean, it'll be interesting to see if Marvel does pull out what happens because I mean, you, you talked about the bur- the bubble bursting. We kind of hit on this last week. That could be it. I think the thing the bubble bursting is it's not going to be something where pop cons disappear. No. But it spreads it out. It's kind of like some of the things we talked about with streaming services where it used to be like there was there was Netflix was a streaming service and that was the only place you had to go. Mm-hmm. And now if you want to see like NBC shows, you have to buy the Hulu service. Right. If you want to see the, the the stuff that Amazon's putting, you have to do Amazon. So now all of a sudden Netflix doesn't seem as big. It's not that people, it's not that less people are watching streaming. You it have to spread, spread yourself it, yeah. out. So there are some people that may give up on Netflix going, I just want you know, I want the stuff that's on Hulu, so they buy the Hulu service instead, HBO Go or something like that. Well, so it may be the same thing here, where somebody may go, I don't care about Comic Con anymore. Now I want to go to D twenty three. Well, I remember talking to a couple of people not year before last at, at Anaheim, talking to people. They're like, you know what? I couldn't get into Comic Con, but you know, thankfully Anaheim's right here, so I got to go to that. Well, that's that's yeah. actually something to talk about, <laughs> because and, and moving Anaheim to more of a central location. Putting in San Francisco, I think, you know, it, it, it was... Well, here's the thing with San Francisco. San Francisco is the, the highest attended show in San Francisco was 34,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, they said there were 60,000 people. There's going to be over 60,000 people this year. And for the first time, as quickly as it did, Friday and Saturday are sold out. Right. This is the first time they've sold out. So, I mean, the, the con is still two weeks away. And you're still and these were sold Easter out two weekend. Weeks. It's Easter. I don't think anybody cares about Easter weekend. I know, but it's still, you know, it, it's. I don't think a lot of people care about it. But it's not. You're, you're it's not a travel about, holiday. If you if you put a con on Thanksgiving weekend, that's the one you're going to look at and go, hmm, this will this will show the power of a pop con. Right. How well attended would a Thanksgiving con be? Because it's just it's not a or even Fourth of July. Fourth of July, I think, is a more of a travel holiday than Easter is. Well, well, judging more, on the fact of how many people go shopping on Thanksgiving now, I wouldn't put it past that. That's true. Easter's not really a travel holiday. It's a it's a religious holiday. It's a, time it's a religious to be with holiday. Family, you know, a lot. So of people, people show up late on Sunday. That's not a big deal, right? But as I said, WonderCon's Friday Saturday sold out, quickest sellout in the con's history. Um, after moving from San Francisco to Anaheim in 2012, WonderCon has enjoyed its biggest crowds every year since. With 60,000 attendees in 2014 and probably more than 60,000 this year. The con is now seen as a Southern California alternative 
to SDCC and is growing larger each year with more publishers and movie TV studios attending each year. Marvel Publishing, as we talked about before, was a non-entity in the many years in San Francisco, but has a heavy presence now. And so now we're talking, like, how big can this show grow? Will it attempt to expand in some way? Um, we know how crowded it seemed last year. We talked about how crowded it felt in mm-hmm. some of the places that we were at. That's still well less than half of San Diego's attendees. But that's the thing is we're talking about a con that's almost using everything that they can. Correct. In terms of like a show floor. And we felt it was more crowded last year. And it was half the number yeah, of people that show up at San Diego. Last year, we, especially you and I we were talking about this in our, one of the episodes right after. it. We felt it was different. You know, there was oh, it was a, definitely there different. was a lot of empty space that was a, a lineup for the the um, the forum area that they had. You know where they were putting on the big shows like Arrow and the Nerdist and things like that. They were all going. They had a long line. You know, a, a, a long queue set up for it. I think a lot of the stuff we said that we felt was different though was sort of like our attitude towards it. Sure, but there were a lot was of so artists that didn't we did. show up that were that, that was different there. because of C two E two. That was the timing of that show sucks. Right, the timing of that show sucked. It'd be interesting to see when C two E two is this time too, mm-hmm. and whether people go from one to the other. It is odd to see that WonderCon would do that because C two E two, C two E 2s 2013 numbers was fifty three thousand people. Right, supposedly. 2014, I, from what I could find, 2014 was actually less. Really, I could be wrong. I was, it's it's hard. I can't find a lot of 2014 numbers. The, so I, thought, the, I, th- I thought I remember when we did it, I did the research last year, and I can't. I could be wrong. I thought it was like 73 or 83 thousand. I can't imagine it's that big. Um, you have uh, North biggest North American cons that we could find. Uh, NYCC, which is held in the fall, um, 141 thousand. For last year, the 2013 numbers that put them at over 200,000 are disputed because of the way they counted their badges. Right. Um, Salt Lake City, fastest growing con ever, mm-hmm. uh, which is also known as Fan X, 140,000 people in its third year of existence. That's crazy. That's insane. Now, wait, was that counting both of their cons together? No, or one? one con was 140,000 people. They put 100, the second year they came in, because they started in 2012. Right. 2012 was a, a decent size show. 2013 they had more than 100,000 people in a venue that was only supposed to hold 80. It had a capacity of 80,000 people, and they put 100,000 people in there. Last year they expanded it, and it was 140. Well, see, and here's the thing, though. Granted, you know, um, the San Diego is going to always be the Super Bowl of cons. You know, it's going to be the WrestleMania, the whatever you want to call it, the ma- the major event for the con circuit. It's always going to be the bigger one. But you're seeing all of these other shows now becoming bigger because of the the limited ticket space or limited oh, yeah. attendance for Comic Con, and they're selling themselves as and that they way are. too. I mean, yeah. Salt Lake was trying to call itself Salt Lake Comic Con, they were like, "Well, you can't really call it that," so they can change it to Fan X. Yeah, well, that's um, what. And then, I mean, think about it: all all pop cons, you know. All comic book conventions, they're called Comic Cons. Yeah, they call them. But Comic-Cons. they're not the Comic Con. I mean, well, even even Comic Con isn't Comic Con. Right, it's San Diego Comic Con. It's not even San Diego Comic Con. It's Comic Con International. Right, it's true. that's true. It's Comic Con International. Its technical yeah. name is Comic Comic Convention International San Diego. Right. Which is WonderCon is listed as WonderCon because that was the name they gave it. Um, but they're part of the CCI family. Yeah, that them and, and, and Ape, which nobody cares about. <laughs> which is still in San Francisco. Which is still in San Francisco. Um, Fan Expo in Toronto, 91,000 people. Wow. 
and then you get into the a lot of the other stuff is in the seventies and sixties. Well, Emerald even City, Kamikaze. WonderCon. We, I mean, we've seen we were at Kamikaze from the very beginning, and we've seen <laughs> that show grow well, from the basement well, of ten thousand people to. I didn't even think it was that. Yeah. That next year, I mean, that was that was one. Look to survive to survive their second year is a testament to them to get past that second year, which was so horribly run, mm-hmm. just absolutely worthless. <laughs> The panels on the floor. And yeah, the first year, curtains. the panels on the floor. The second year, not being not being able to get people inside. Yep. And then the, the just the the food was terrible, and you know it was it was a huge mistake. But the last two years have been have been clear. And doing it where they've expanded it to a Friday also. Can't believe that's just four years old now. Yep, it's been four years. That's crazy. And the fact they went to you know, and also seeing the fact just like Long Beach that they expanded it by a day. Uh huh. They're doing three days. So. WonderCon still opens at 11 on Friday. I don't get that. On uh, Friday or Thursday? WonderCon? Friday? Yeah. No, it's Friday. I thought it was Thursday. WonderCon's only three days. Oh, I think it was four. No, WonderCon's still huh. only three days. I'm going down on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were able to get uh, tickets on Thursday, and they had a preview night this year for WonderCon. For 2014? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, there was a preview night. Oh. We didn't go. I didn't go. I no, remember. It wasn't a preview I night. Remember, we, we didn't. We go. were able to pick our tickets up. Yeah, we were able to pick up our but tickets. But it wasn't a preview night. Yeah, you weren't going down to the show. There was no. There was no one on the floor. No, there's no. There's nothing on the floor. No, nothing we, opened we, until eleven. The last year we went to San Francisco. Fact, was vendors 11. were still showing up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was thinking it was till Thursday. I was going early because I want to see like the the largest con that, that I've actually been on the other side for was when we did Long Beach 2012, I think. And we were <laughs> like literally still putting stuff together. We had, we set up all day Friday, and we were still sitting there at eight fifty five. The con opens at nine, and we're just like rushing to get stuff done. It'd be interesting to see what some of those vendors mm-hmm. how close they come to you know. Yeah. So uh, Friday the floor opens at twelve twelve to seven. Oh, is it noon again? Jeez. Saturday ten to seven. Sunday ten thirty to five. You see the times for Star Wars Celebration? No. It's actually open later on Thursday than it is on Friday. Really? It's open from 11 to 8 on Thursday, and then on Friday, it's like 10 to 7. That's crazy. So it's like the same amount of time. They just move it back. Are you? Which one are you more excited for, uh, WonderCon or uh, Star Wars? Because I know uh, you've had some trepidation about four days at Star Wars. I've had trepid. I've had trepid. It's not trepidation and going, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Because I have other options. Right. It's sort of, yes, I don't know what. Because... Last time it was in LA, you went one day. I only went one day. I went for Friday. Yeah, but I also didn't do like panels and other stuff like that. It'll be interesting. We did a to couple because we went to the uh, we went to the fan film panel. We went to the fan film panel in San Francisco. No, but we also went to one. In, we went to one. I don't in, remember the one in it because they that's where they showed uh, Pink Five Returns or whatever it was. I don't remember doing that. I don't remember doing that with Bethy. Yeah, because uh, Beth was just glad to go sit down for that. Yeah, that's... and then you know, I mean, there were I don't. We did the well. You did you stay? You know, you didn't stay for the opening ceremony panel, the big. No, event. I because remember I showed up two hours before you right. too. I was there. I went through. God, I just hope that that merchandise section is the same and it's just as empty. I'm just wondering what it's going to be this year because you know I haven't seen anything that they're they're talking about putting out there. Well, I'm sure that I, I don't think they really announced anything the last time either. I mean, I'm sure yeah, there'll be stuff for the like the last time and they stuff. did announce that it was going to be the the McQuarrie figures. They announced that ahead of time. Yeah, but that was just one thing. I mean, remember that shop, that the huge like warehouse uh-huh. thing, and there was different sections. That was the other great thing. How there was like different sections for different types of merchandise. I think in terms of excitement, Star Wars Celebration, just because it's different. Yeah, you know, it's like 
something that I haven't been to since that was 2007. So it's been seven years since I've been to something like that. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's it's more of you're going there and you know everybody that's there is a Star Wars fan. Hopefully. Where opposed to... Well, that's that's part of the problem, isn't it? Because that's the problem with San Diego, where you go and you realize a lot of these people are not pop culture fans at all. Right. They're like one thing, and they get, they get into San Diego. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's a, like a, another topic entirely, but there are people talking about that. If, like, if you're a Doctor Who fan, and that's it, and you don't care about Star Wars or Marvel Comics or DC Comics or TV shows or whatever, you, you, why would you look at San Diego as this is where I have to go? And not just I'm just using Doctor Who as an example, but well, some people just see it as like, well, it's San Diego, so if I go, then I can tell all my friends that I went to the biggest pop culture event. That, but think of it this way: think of think of it, it this way. Now. You, for Ethan, you and, and and our friend Kay are big wrestling fans, and Kay is into pop culture a little, and you're a little bit more into mm. it. But if you guys were going, just because there are some wrestling panels or whatever i know the first year that k went there's he went to a bunch i can't of believe it. there's more and more each year oh yeah, yeah of course it's it's a big thing we saw last year this year you have to walk with ethan with a camera when he's doing mm-hmm. nacho man because i'm telling you it was awesome but to go for someplace like san diego even with the limited pop culture that you're into you're not a big star wars fan Right. You're not a big Star Trek fan. You're not a big, uh, you know, DC Comics as a whole or Marvel mm-hmm. Comics as a whole. At least he has The Walking Dead now. Though. But do you, Ethan, feel like you're satisfied with the type of coverage, availability, whatever you want to call it, that's related to the smaller number of things that you're into? Yeah. yeah okay. You know, I've never thought of it that way. I guess because that's the way it is. I mean, you and I are into a lot of different stuff. I right. Mean, one of the problems I have is I get just as excited for all the cool Star Wars stuff you see as, like, fucking Robotech. Right. I'm also a huge comic book fan from Marvel DC for years and years. G.I. Joe, Battlestar Galactica. I, I can walk anywhere in there and go, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. I know what this is. I know what that is. So my experience would be much different for someone like Ethan who... But also that's kind of like what my experience is as well. You know, like, even though I do have a, such a limited... Like, uh, how do I put it? Limited fandom to what they offer at San Diego? What, almost like an extreme sort of but thing. But has, like right. has it made you but grow as a fan to things? I think so. Because, like, even now I'm going there, and when I see different stuff, and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, then it makes me, you know, interested in, like, maybe reading up on a different set of comics or, you know, looking at a different TV show. Or, it is you know, something we like haven't that. really talked about. Like, going to some place like this. Like, I've always wanted to go to one of the anime conventions because... I used to be kind, you know, right. decently into anime, no like huge shakes. But now I'm anime, barely, yeah. barely into anime at all. My, because my biggest just thing so into anime is the car, you know, watching the the anime cartoons. Yeah, and even then, there's just you right. know so little. I mean, I used to be not like a huge anime fan, but I would seek out different types of anime mm-hmm. and whatever. It'd be interesting for me to go to an anime convention and see, is it stuff that I look at and go, okay, that looks cool. I kind of want to get into that, or. Am I going to go and go, I don't understand any of this? Right. Which is kind of the way I feel with the anime fans at work. Kirk's a huge anime fan. He'll start talking about stuff like, what? Shut up. But I'm like, this is what (laughs) people must be when when I'm talking about like 90s X-Men. Like, what are you talking? Like, no, no, no. You see, Nathan Summers is Madeline Pryor and Cyclops' kid that was sent to the future, but Cable had already come in. Dude, shut up. What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I know that every time the panel list comes out for, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, 
you and I, even more so than Mikey a lot of times, are going, fuck. Well, Mikey, oh, no, fuck, Mikey man. doesn't do that because Mikey immediately that makes his choice and he doesn't care about the other choice. Right. If Mikey looks and says, Full, Full Metal Alchemist, who he's a big fan of, or Dragon Ball Z, this whole fan, kill fan of, his mind works. Full Metal Alchemist. That's what I want to do. And he doesn't, he has no conflict because he doesn't care. Right. Once he makes his choice, that's it. I'm not going to San Diego. Come on. Nope. He's made his choice. We're not changing his mind. So no that's, Con, that's no different. San Diego, that's the different. That's the, the difference between that and you and I. We want to do everything. And yeah. a lot of people who go to San Diego have that problem. It washes over you very quickly. And you got to understand, you're not going to be able to do everything. Yeah, Hell, well, I didn't every... get to do one of the panels I want to do last year because of work. Right. So that, oh, that's a false. But yeah, no, there's a, I mean, every time I, you know, because there, you and I, there's a lot of the panels that you and I, we match up on. And it's like, Every once in a while, now it's like, and then we oh. don't see each other. And then we don't, yeah. That's what I was gonna say is we end up going to the other one that we we wanted to go to. Well, my hope for WonderCon is to make all those panels and actually go because in celebration is two weeks later. I'm trying not to spend any money. Well, not any money. I don't want to be one of those people, but I know I'm like I really don't want to spend a lot of money there. Now that Beth isn't going and Arabelle aren't going to WonderCon, I'm that's great. gonna save you a ton of cash. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with Arabella not going. <laughs> Especially with Arabella not going. Well, I find it funny that you know the majority of the reasons why. I like to go to like WonderCon is because it's smaller for me to actually go down like Artist Alley and look at art because it's yeah. just me wanting to pick up like buy art. That's like I look at that con as just that's, like that's my fear for stores. Oh God! Because I, I remember Artist Alley last time and I'll, I think I think I got two pieces there. I got the Killian Plunkett piece and I think there was one more. And I've already not only have I ordered I've already pre-ordered one piece. But I'm pre-ordering Cat Skaggs piece also <laughs> as soon as as soon as it goes up on her website, and uh, I'm sort of like, uh, <laughs> this is gonna suck or something. Dude, There's a lot of blank space. See? I may bring over some of my stuff <laughs> Beth, and hang it in your you know, house. You know what the funny thing is? Beth just said the last night she goes, "We need to really rehang our pictures because right now everything's down because the house just got repainted, and we're in the process of getting new floors, so we haven't really been putting everything up. So it's like." We're living like <laughs> still some boxes and shit. And Beth's mm. like, "Well, I want to hang up these things because the house just doesn't, because it doesn't look like there's anything anymore. Because right. yeah, the entry of the house used to be nothing but pictures. Right. You're yeah. gonna see. Trust me, I saw some of the pieces at Long Beach. A couple of the guys had previews of the uh, the guys that had already been accepted to celebration. Yeah, and you, you know, you basically, you do. I guess you do your piece, and then Lucasfilm will either take it or not. Right. Um, Did Livio get accepted for his piece? Because did you you saw the so. one that he just put yeah, up? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he put in for celebration, but I don't know. Because that sound crawler with uh, with Obi Wan, yeah, looks really good. Because it almost looks like it could be old Luke either. No, yeah. no, it's a, it's a cool piece. Maybe it's the one there. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's going or not. I know he's he going to be in be Japan a, again. I know he's going to be at WonderCon because I asked him about that, and he said, "Yeah, yeah. He, he will be there." I feel bad. I haven't bought anything from him in years. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much. We of this bought cool some. I mean, between the two of us, we bought a lot. I and have, even Mikey, we bought a lot of it. I think. I think I have five of his. Mm. Five or six. Remember, I was. I was actually showing them to to someone at work. I'm like, oh, that Magneto piece. That's pure, pure genius. Yeah. Well, that was what got me when the last time I went to Celebration for Killian's piece. When I have four or five. I walked by it and I was just like, uh, Killian did for Star Wars Celebration seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. No, this is seven. This four. is seven. What was no, this that would have been no, it would have been four because they did one for each movie. I'm talking about 2007. That was El- that was Celebration Four. That was Celebration, which worked four. because it was the El- the celebration of Episode Four, right? 
And then they did one more back east and then one in Europe, which was six. And then this the is The one seven. in Europe they didn't count as a number. I thought they that did. was just Celebration Europe. Weird. Anyway, um, so Celebration 4, I walked by, and Killian Plunkett's been one of my favorite artists for a while. He's one of the best Star Wars artists I've ever seen. He did a piece that was a, like a scene you hadn't seen, and it was the uh, Sand Troopers on Dubacks attacking the Sandcrawler. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. <laughs> and I just stopped like that. Please. Which, yeah. you know what? The funny thing is they've actually stopped giving them numbers now because now it's just Star Wars Celebration, Anaheim 2015. That kind of leads me to believe. I mean, it's especially that we're going to see a movie every year for the next six years. They're going to do one of these every year. It'd be interesting to see if they do this and D23 every year. Uh, Wasn't D23 you every know year what? anyway? You know what? It was. It, it, when it first started, it was every other. But apparently, what, the last four years, it's been every, it's been every year. Yeah, and they're switching coast every year for yeah. D23. And I guarantee you... Oh, well, Star Wars Celebration's already done that. Well, it's mostly... Been Whatever in, celebration it is, is always... It's been in Orlando for like two or three years. No, it's been... The first one was in Denver. The second one was in no. Indiana. The first one was in Indiana. The second one was in Denver. And then the third one was in... In Indiana again. Is Indiana again? Yeah. So there's only been... Seven. One of them has been in Europe, I think. And there's been at least two in Orlando. I don't think there's been two in Orlando. There have. They were back to back in Orlando. I don't remember that one. And so then, that would have been five and six. Then they went to there was. I could have swear that I saw something that said Celebration Eight, but it could be wrong. It could be I seven. I think this is seven. Um, but yeah, coming back what? here is the second one out here. Um, now yeah. they can just put GI Joe Con out here. Yeah, Joe Con won't make it past the Mississippi. Nope. I mean, in it's it's in New Orleans. Way, which is is, New Orleans? That was the closest making it past the Mississippi. Well, a bunch of the guys are talking about no, Joe Lanta. It back. It's in I, Atlanta, isn't it? Is it Atlanta or is it Texas? Because everyone keeps saying Joe Lanta. It could be. Cause, uh, Unless there's a big convention this weekend there, too. It could be. It's I, a I, convention for coffee. Joe, <laughs> Joe Lanta. I don't think so, because the guys on my G.I. Joe collector's page are posting hall pictures, and it's pissing me off. <laughs> yeah, it is this weekend, isn't it? I think it is. We keep talking about it. We need to do that one year. I wanted to go to Emerald City, but September Mikey, September and December last year killed me. Mikey said he's going 2017 to Emerald City. He's we were already, supposed to go this year. He's already planned it 2017. He, well, he originally, we, we agreed that if he wasn't going to go to San Diego and he wasn't going to go to WonderCon, but I was going to go to Emerald City with him this year. Right. But September knocked me out with all the events in September and then everything in December just just killed me okay so back to the uh, the cons so well we've been still been talking about we them. have been talking about them but didn't you you had some specific points you were making about comic-con uh ethan it's big ethan for somebody that has it's pretty new oh, to the con was a celebration in japan otherwise There's so this two is in europe eight. so if you count the europe ones one two three four then celebration europe celebration japan so that's five six then celebration five and six and then celebration europe two one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's nine. been nine so far. This would be the tenth one. Mm-hmm. But in All terms right. of actual counting, this is number seven. Okay. So, Ethan, for somebody that's new, fairly new to the comic, you know, comic con circuit or the common pop con circuit, mm-hmm. um, Pop-con. what I mean, what do you feel that they could do to change Comic Con? To stop letting all these dorks go <laughs> to accommodate the masses. Well, I think in anything that they try to do to accommodate, they're still going to run into the problem. The thing is that so many people want to go to the cons that it's no matter even if they decide to do it twice a year, 
or if they get a bigger space, it's still going to be crowded. It's still going to be, you know, everybody's not going to get in. It's still going to be to that point. It's, it's come to a point where this has become so big that no matter really what they do, it's not going to really change anything. Um, <coughs> I know I'm going to catch some shit for this, um, <laughs> some bad shit, but... Do you think that... Yes, Rich, they still have to let the black people in. That's not where I was <laughs> going to go with that. I'll let you do it this when time. When did LA score, by the way? Just uh, a couple minutes ago. Um, I was going to say, so it kind of feels like Comic-Con, talking to other nerds, geeks, dorks, whatever you want to call everybody, you know, pop culture fans. Does it feel like that going to Comic-Con is kind of like the Jewish you know travel to mecca to you know to go to jerusalem to like you know it's like it's like it's comic-con the nerd wailing wall in terms of people that are actually into the culture not anymore you don't think so no i i feel i feel the tide has kind of turned where people that are really immersed in that culture are now the ones going comic-con stupid because all the people that don't like this stuff show up i hate those people i mean there's a lot of i was called it's like the 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 nuevo dork the frat dork right this you know, kind of <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to be accepted. We want to be accepted. Here you go. No, no, we don't want you to accept. We just want you to accept us and leave we us don't, alone. We don't beat us up. You don't want you to be here with us anymore. You know, pop culture obviously has exploded. This type of thing is all over the place where the type of person that's reading comic books is not the same as it was 30 right. years ago. And those people want to be a part of these kind of conventions. Is it the movies or the TV shows? I think it's just a mix you? of a lot of stuff. I think it's just exposure. Part of it is social media. It's so easy to get exposed to this type of stuff now. Mm -hmm. And you see, especially in big cities, you know, we're lucky living in Los Angeles. There's comic book shops everywhere, and they're not dungeons. Right. They're brightly lit. They have a fantastic staff. They have great selections. Mm -hmm. They have Mm -hmm. knowledgeable people. They don't have the same 50 guys that sit in there and obsess over Aquaman's new costume or playing magic or stuff like that. Stuff just doesn't exist that way. Are you surprised that comic book shops have outlasted Movie shops, you know, uh, you know, movie sale uh, like rental places and music stores, and you know, even because like what you're stores. what you're talking about is all digitally available in a way that people don't care about the physical medium, whereas comic books, even digitally available, that physical medium still holds a really big sway, mm-hmm. and there is something to be said for that congregation there, right, and the fact that. As much as the stereotype of the person behind the counter being comic book guy from The Simpsons, Mm -hmm. the reality is very much different, where at least in my estimation, where I found going into small music stores, that stereotype I ran into all the time. If you went in, you said, oh, yeah, I like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. You only like popular bands? You're stupid. Get out of my store. And that's, I think that culture is so, that the reality of the culture was so different than the stereotype that was presented Right. The stereotype was there for a reason. There, you know, comics were a subculture for a long time, because of these type of things. These mm. don't exist. Right. Well, how many females work at the shop now? More than males. Right. More than males. Well, as I've said, the, Whereas, the, sh- the shop that the, sh- the specific shop that I'm in has thirty. I'd estimate anywhere between thirty and thirty-five percent of our regular customer base mm-hmm. is women. And by regular customers, I'm not talking about the women that come in because their boyfriend come in. These are women who come in and purchase. They make their own selections. They make their own purchases. They're not, you know, whatever you get, honey, I'll just read it. It's, I'm coming in to buy 
Fables, Revival, Saga, right. Daredevil, Elektra, Miss Marvel, Batman, Batwoman, Batgirl. It's well, you know, you have problems with the show Big Bang Theory, but there's a lot of talk now. They like even this past episode, they were talking about um, how Stewart was saying more girls go into the comic book shop now. You know, and and even even though that they they do make the girls on the show make fun of the guys for it, they do discuss comic books more often now, and. The superhero, you know, that show is. I, I get that. Probably fifteen years behind the times. I get in terms that. of what it is, and I understand but, what they're. But what I'm but saying there are is a that a lot of mainstream females that watch that and they go, "Oh, the thing well, that maybe I'll the thing that you said is mainstream. The comic culture has become mainstream culture. Yes, that mainstream entertainment culture is not based off of hour-long dramas it's not based off of cop and medical shows right. it's not based off of action adventure movies you know classic action adventure shoot 'em ups it's not based on any of that it's our day-to-day mainstream culture is immersed in this comic book culture and that's kind of where it started even people that aren't into comic books are now into comic book culture because mm-hmm. that's where their stories are originating from you can sit there for a while you know if you like a lot of Miramax's old school films you may not be a part of classic literature culture, but you're a part of a culture that stems from it because right. they're all adaptations of old of old books. Not all, but... You Unless know. it's a Kevin Smith film, which was all Miramax. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, in, in terms of, you know, if you were into those type of films, those costume period dramas, you may be... Sure. You're a step removed. Almost everybody now in pop culture is a step removed from something that is so immersed in that culture, whether it's comic books, video games, sci-fi, fantasy... It's all right there. I mean, look at huge movies. Lord of the Rings. It's a mm-hmm. fucking fantasy film. And it's one of the biggest franchises in history. Star Wars, as, a, as it re, was reborn and regrew and became this huge global phenomenon, so much more so than it ever was in the 80s. Right. It's incredible to see where Star Wars is at and realize where we, when we thought it was the biggest thing in the world when we were kids, it was nothing like this. Oh, it's nothing. You can't go anywhere without Star well, Wars. Well, here's the thing. And we were just... I took we uh, Beth and I took Arabella to the Disney outlet store, and while I was standing in there, there's a whole Star Wars section now, and I saw little girls crying because they weren't allowed to get a Star Wars toy, just like a little boy would in the past, or like I would, you know, I would have if I saw the brand new thing came out and I was told no. You do that now. I do that now, but yeah, but it, it's it Star is is Star Wars pop culture anymore, or is it just culture? Because Star Wars has kind of taken on a whole... Well, pop culture is... Pop culture in terms of popular culture. I mean, it's it's immersed into culture. Right. It's immersed into our culture. Comic books now are immersed into our culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, go walk through Northridge and see how many people are wearing shirts that have something to do with a superhero, oh, yeah. a Star Wars character, or a you know Lord of the Rings or something. It's incredible. Right. But as far I mean, as far as Star Wars itself, Star Wars itself has has become such a phenomenon that there is nothing else that, that comes close to it. Really, I mean, if if you really step back and look at how oh no, how, it's, how it's big insane. Star Wars has gotten, it's ridiculous. I mean, you can't go a day now without in your life without some reference to it, unless you stayed in your house and didn't turn on the TV and just kind of sat there, you know, in the dark. But by then... Somebody, Using the force. But somebody would... <laughs> That's what I do. Do you know how many people I see do that now? Walking into, like, a Target or something? 
Every almost everybody. I see man, it every day. Just sit, sitting in a corner in the dark. No, man, woman, or child uses the force to open up the the doors. Yeah, but I was doing that first, so I'm cooler <laughs> than everybody. All right, there, hipster Chris. Yeah, right. <laughs> trendsetter. All these, all these people. So they have, they have no idea what it was like. They they don't know the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I was there. I was. I was. <laughs> They don't. They don't understand what it was like not to be able to wear your Spider-Man T-shirt to your high school. You know, a lot of people don't know what it was like to take the uh, the uh, early bird toys in for your, you know, in for your pictures, and set them. Oh, up. Oh, when you were that young, you were okay. But no, by the time, by the time I was in sixth yes, or seventh I did. grade, my, my school pictures. He was, he was talking about high school school pictures. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a I had a Star Wars figure hanging around my car when I first got one. Yeah, I, I had a Boba Fett action figure hanging from the mirror. Yeah, all my st- I still had all my stuff. I didn't tell anyone I still had all my Star Wars stuff. No one knew that. I was a freshman in high school, and I still had the Terror Drum set up on my desk. Yeah, with Joe's in it, and would move him around and play with him or re reanimate him or whatever, and put him in new places and stuff like that. I've never stopped watching yesterday. cartoons. I don't. Think oh no, I, I think a lot of people I didn't do. I mean that that sort of thing. I think that the cartoon culture of saying it was cool to watch cartoons. I never saw that go away. What. But see, also to be fair, once the Simpsons hit, I'm not. I'm not counting the Simpsons as a cartoon. But that, I mean, that it's a cartoon. But I'm talking like, like kitty cartoons. Coming home after school, watching you know, every everyone, I, everyone I knew in sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade was watching Nickelodeon. Yeah, they were watching Rugrats and Rocco's Modern Life and stuff like that. So I've I've never encountered a time in which it wasn't, you know, it wasn't okay. You'd run into the you know the the jocks and the. You know, mm-hmm. guys who really wanted to give you shit for it, but for the most part, within the larger whole, there was tons of people that were watching those those cartoons. People walking around the hall doing the uh, Inspector Gadget theme. Yeah, I mean, well, that was I was I was still speaking pretty of young which, when... Inspector Gadget and Danger Mouse are coming back. Netflix yeah. is making them. Yeah, we'll see. Ah, Danger Mouse, I love that show. Yeah, Should I'm it. sorry, it's not the Power Rangers. Don't worry, Netflix already has all the Power Rangers. So, <laughs> so anything else before we wrap? No. That's mm-hmm. it. That's con- it. Goodbye. Big con season coming up, I guess. It's going to be weird without Mikey being there. Well, actually, <laughs> baby, not. I mean, other than... For you. <laughs> well, we never <clears throat> we never really saw Mikey. That's what I was going to say. No, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> It'll be weird for it'll be really weird yeah. for me. Because you won't be going home with any you know, after you're not sharing a room with him for the first time mm-hmm. in I may end up driving down to San Diego by myself, which would be weird. You could ride down well, I don't you, know, you could ride down with us. That's not enough room in that car. For all the stuff I have. I'll probably still no. ride down with you. Probably. I'm just hey, saying it's a possibility. Are you're going right, so you're too. No, it's, it's, it's a possibility that I'd be driving to Is Sebastian San Diego. Are, you, are you gonna share a room with Sebastian this year? No, I just Ethan. Sebastian usually because Clu- Clues told me he's not going now. Yeah, yeah. He he said he he's not going because somebody wanted to go to Europe later this year, so he decided that's more important. Yeah, Ethan, you're going to Europe. That's wrong. But he but he said he said that the, he called Comic Con and they changed the rules. Now you have to be with the per- he's saying you have to be with the person to pick up your tickets. I don't that's, think that's always been no. Um, as long as you have your your here's the thing printout. They've allowed them to do that. The very first time I had to do it, the very first time that I got Mike's badge, he had to be there. 
Because see, Ethan didn't have to be last, last year. Last year, it was last under year, last name. year they did. A, last year was di- that's the first time I Mikey remember, didn't have to be with the me. first two times that I had Mike on my on my badge mm-hmm. as my guest. They took his ID as well as mine. Yeah, in fact, matter of fact, last year they gave me his and didn't realize he was standing yeah, there. Like at WonderCon, I've able to get everybody's oh, yeah, badge, no problem. problem. But this this one, the first two times, I had to I had to be there. But he's saying that that's what they're saying that you have to do mm-hmm. this year. Well, they want you to. They want you to go down at, at the very least. The main person has to be there, obviously. So, so he said he has to drive down <laughs> to pick up the badge for this person. So well, that's and, right, and then he's gonna leave, <laughs> which seems really weird. Well, what they what that is it, that's for scalping though. Yeah, they're making you go down and physically pick up the badge because they're like, if, if you're gonna turn around and sell it. Which, oh no, I get I get going physically picking up if you have your printout. And your ID and everything, and your ID matches your printout, then you should be. Then you're allowed to pick well, up you your badge. Have a, you At least don't that's have a what Ethan was able to do last year. But I don't think you have a printout specifically for a guest. You do. Everybody, because if you go back and look well, at last yours, last year, um, the printout right? that Kay gave me was had my name listed as a guest, and he highlighted right. it. And right. So but when I gave but it, but the thing is, is the barcode's the same. Mikey, yeah. last year, Mikey's printed out, and if you go back and look at it, you should have mm. a printout for yours and a printout for Beth's. Because that's the way. Well, I it's had the same it. one. I don't. No, it's I don't. Just, I it's no, no. the same one at I the only bottom. Have one printout. Yeah, at the, go, at the go, bottom. I have it, it, I have have it have in my bag. I'm telling you, it has one barcode, and on the bottom it says it has my name and it has guest and it has your wife's name. Yeah, because that's different than what it was last year. Because uh, every year, every year, Mikey no, had the every exact same year I've gone. It wasn't the same as last year. I'm telling you, year, Mikey had. I printed out Mikey's last year. It's the same as what Chris is saying now. Kalu sent me a copy of his. And you may have had a copy Calus- of it. Uh, it doesn't I give think you I still have it saved. Like, it doesn't you give you a. It doesn't give you a, a unique barcode for each guest. So uh, SoundCloud, we did get a um, a message for somebody. Uh, you know, we saw tonight. I uh, just wanted to you acknowledge suck. that. Uh, I I don't know who the user is right now, but it, it's uh, you suck. Nerdables, you suck <laughs> at yousuck.com. So I just wanted to say thank you for the message. Message was, uh, message was to bring Nacho Man back, right? <laughs> <laughs> we want to resurrect much Nacho Man. <laughs> you guys are just trying to get that in here because uh, Travis isn't here to tell you no. <laughs> I think so anyways. Travis secretly misses Nacho Man. I, f- I feel it. In his, in I think Travis voice. not so secretly doesn't miss this show. Right. So, Chris, since you, you're doing the hosting, you want to wrap it up? Um, listen to us on a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, don't <laughs> go to Nerdables.com because we don't do anything. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. Rich updates that once in a while. Uh, and the Facebook page gets updated more than the website. Well, it should. Nobody goes. Nobody goes to websites anymore. Every, yeah. Everything's social media. That's yeah. what you go through. Facebook.com backslash Nerdables. We're on some radio stuff. We're on iTunes, I guess. SoundCloud, TuneIn. Sure. Twitter. No, I don't, no, I don't think we've done at Nerdables show. I don't think we've done Twitter in a while. We have Twitter. Oh no, I know we have Twitter. Every everything we do it on Facebook goes to Twitter automatically. Yeah, which sends you back to Facebook, which is a total waste of time. Work <laughs> <laughs> so does that too. It just sends you. We're like on Twitter. <laughs> and people, you know, we we get updates all the time. I get updates on my phone all the time from people uh, either retweeting or uh, favoring and things like that. Yep. So, anyways, let's wrap it up. Who is uh, who's favoriting our stuff on Twitter? I don't know. So yeah, thanks for listening. Have a good time. <laughs> go to go to a <laughs> bunch a of cons. Time. Go to cons. Don't bitch about it. 
Oh, this is the most anticlimactic. Climatic? Climatic? Is that is like a Clamato uh, I'm drink so there? shocked by what it is right now. You're so shocked that I'm not coming up with some stupid expression to finish off the show? No, I'm, okay. I'm shocked that you're not Every using the same one over no. and over again. Yeah, I'm not going to use the same one. What are you talking about? So go, go. go listen to the Nerdist. He uses... Uh, Enjoy let's your hey, hey, I don't. Let's, ca- let's, let's. I don't care about the nerdist. Not That's his encourage show. other people to go listen to a more <laughs> professional podcast <laughs> than ours. Anyway, so for Ethan, for Rich, I'm Chris, and we will talk to you next week.